Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Hi. (laughs) I had a question. I was wondering if you ever get overwhelmed when you're thinking about the overall direction of your business, like your game plan, how others see your business, your vision. Do they connect with your vision? Do you even know what your vision is? Do you even know? So today, episode 47, we are going to talk about goal setting and your mission statement. We're on a mission. Can I say that or is that too cheesy? (laughs) Kind of, sort of, but yeah, let's go with the fact that we're on a mission to talk about mission statements, goal setting for your business. And we've got a lot of good tips, some pointers. Lots of things to share with you guys. So are you ladies ready to chat about this? Heck yes. All right. I'm going to start off with a quote, a quote that Libby had found that I think is a great way to begin because I think we'll start first talking about the mission statement before we get into the goal setting and some of the fun stuff that Libby has to share with us. So this is a Christy Wright quote. We know we're all fans of hers. You have to decide what you want, because if you never define your finish line, you'll never cross it. Or worse, you'll chase someone else's vision of success. Mm. Boom. So that goes so much into mission statements and your overall vision of your business. And I'm going to share a personal story that I had in being what... Libby has renamed um, me the social media goddess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that is a hard pill to swallow. And I know we talk about that in a lot of things. It's hard to take compliments. It's hard to think of yourself as worthy of certain things. Well, we were talking one time about my branding experience and logo creation and design and all the things that I love. And when thinking about what I do consulting wise with that and what gives me the credentials to do that, I was having my own personal struggle. I know what I do. I do it and I love it, Mm -hmm. but what makes me different than the others? And I always compared myself and Libby, you made a comment to me one time and you were like, but the difference is the way you do it is very much a you're you. Like yeah, you're not your strength all of the statistics yeah. and the, the, the statistical jargon. You specifically said to me, I don't feel like an expert because I can't quote statistics off the top of my head. Right. And I was like, who wants to hear statistics off the top of somebody's head? Like we want real world experience and, you know, relatable things. Right. A lot of us don't want statistics. So. No. So that was like an aha moment for me. Yeah. And that oh. is what I tell people with branding and with your mission statement. Don't compare to other businesses. Mm. That is such a big no-no. No, 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 no. You do you. Because if you do you, you're going to be the best you can be in what you're doing. Yes. You can't be the best doing somebody else because you're not them. You're you right? Love that so much. What a great way to start. That's kind of my soapbox in the beginning. Did you borrow my soapbox? I did. I borrowed your soapbox. (laughs) I brought it over here. It was free shipping. So I'll send it back. (laughs) 
And I stood on it for a minute. And that's what I'm going to say, because I am very much learned in the last five, six years of my life through ups and downs and ins and outs. And typically a lot of the life lessons that really get you are the hardest ones that hurt the most. Mm -hmm. But those are a lot of times the life changing ones that make you so much of a better person. And that is, I am authentically me. So in thinking about your business, because most of the people that follow us and listen to our episodes are entrepreneurs that are in a family business and it's something they're starting, whether it's in their living room or they have a brick and mortar storefront, but they're Mm -hmm. in it and their family's there and there are other businesses like you. Yes, there are plenty of consignment businesses, but you do you. All right. I I have a, a, that really makes me feel something because especially what she said about chasing someone else's version of success, Mm -hmm. that was always a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. especially when I met you Libby, because wow, like you're in consignment, I'm in consignment, you're in consignment and you've been doing it for nine years full time. I was just like, you know, I'm three years now part time. To me, I was like, I have to be living, but I don't it, like it took me a while. It actually took me getting to know you guys better mm-hmm. to realize that I don't have that's not my version of success. Right, and right. It, it took me a while to like accept that I'm not going to be, a, you know, Tiffany's treasures and trinkets is not going to be a conscious consignment. It's oh, like, yeah. it's, you know, and, and that's okay because I'm Absolutely. okay with what it is, but it took me, you know, it's a hard thing. Like, cause you see, you know, it's the whole Instagram, Facebook, you know, you're like watching other yeah. people and it's hard to like fight that. Yeah. But, yeah. but I love it now that I, 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 I it's such a, re- relief to realize I don't need to be, I just need to be me and do my yeah. thing. You take those, um, oh gosh, the gentleman's name. You take that backpack full of weights and go. John Deloney. Thank you. Throw it over there. Get it out. Unload it. Unload (laughs) it. Right. So mission statement. What I want, I'm thinking it's great for you guys to share the business mission statements. You all know I work with Libby. So that mission statement um, for conscious consignment, I'm under. But I want us to share them. And then talk about what your mission statement should be, why you should have one. Um, and I've got some tips and some ideas on that. So want to start? Who wants to start? Who wants to share one? Libby? Tiffany? Well, I actually don't have mine written down. You kind of put me on the spot. What? Yeah, sorry. What? You the have what? it there? I don't because I thought you would. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. What a great <laughs> What a train wreck. Tiffany, do you have yours? All right. She did homework. In the meantime, Libby, you better find yours. Fine. (laughs) At Tiffany's Treasures and Trinkets online consignment shop, we create an easy, pleasant experience for both our consigners and customers. Shop our budget-friendly store from your own home for wonderful new and gently used clothes, decor, jewelry, collectible books, and more that you don't have to go into debt to own. All orders use recycled, repurposed packaging, and our orders are sent out like a gift to a friend. Now, I realized after I wrote it, it might be more of an about me than a mission statement. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. I love everything you have in there, and I think it is what distinctly makes you you. But this is part of what we're going to talk about with mission statements, that you want them to do what you did. Tell everybody why your business exists and what makes you different, which you do. And I know we've talked about this before. A lot of your differences are your uniquely packaged items. And I love that you have that in there. 
Um, and it's the guidelines in which your business will operate. But for a mission statement, you want to keep it short because you want it to be memorable. Mm-hmm. And memorable sticks with people. Like, okay, so for me, a mission statement is not necessarily something I always put out to the public. It is not necessarily the public facing um you know, statement about my business. For me, it's more of an internal, like, this is my mission. This is what I'm creating. This is what I want. Um, So I'm going to read you the about the about us. This is my public facing one. Conchi Consignment is your online consignment shop. We are a family owned business and love to sell online and ship worldwide. Start here for fine clothing, furniture and home goods. So that's my public facing one. Internally, um, our mission statement is, is that and creating a community. It's our part of our mission to create a community that's involved in sustainability and things like that. I think probably wording that would be helpful, but my public facing isn't the same as the mission statement I use when I'm making a business decision, because I'm always going back to that mission statement. Does it fit in our mission when I'm evaluating a new platform, when I am, you know, thinking about taking on a new project, when I'm evaluating what's working, does it work for our mission? And everything goes back to that. That is key. That is key. I think that rethinking your mission statement is something you should do at least annually. I always recommend that at least annually because businesses change. Everything changes. The economy changes. The world changes. We know how crazy things have changed in the past couple of years. I always recommend revisiting that. And like we talked about Libby with us community, I do Mm -hmm. think revisiting that mission statement and figuring out how to add that because having something like that is great. And in your mission statement, you want to be sure that it contains like your value and your inspiration. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, it's like tagline, right? It's kind of like between that and your tagline. Mm. It's what you want. I also go in there and think about like your elevator pitch. If you're on an elevator with somebody and you're going from the lobby to the third floor and they ask you what you do, what can you get out to them in that three floors of an elevator pitch? Mm-hmm. It's going to stick with them and be memorable but it shows your values and it's true to who you are um, and why your business is important. And that is always the guideline that you operate on. And I think that that's where you have your mission statement, but then you also below that have your goals and your values written down that employees know and anybody that you may have, Mm -hmm. if you're a bigger business, you want them to know that I would say even prior to hiring them to make sure they're in line with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it needs to be attainable when you write your mission statement. That's sometimes you see things and you think, wow, that's pretty far-fetched. <laughs> like, yeah. Make sure what's in your mission statement is truly attainable for your business and that everything that you're doing and working on, like you said, keeps that statement in there. But I did take honest tea. I love honest tea. I don't know if y'all drink that. Um, but theirs is Honest Tea seeks to create and promote greater tasting, healthier organic beverages. We strive to grow our business with the same honesty and integrity we use to craft our products with sustainability and great taste for all. So it's got the value, 
in it and it's got the inspiration in it and it makes you go oh that's good for me and I'm doing good for someone else and I really want to drink that now (laughs) (laughs) right so I'm I'm really excited to um do our annual revisit of our mission statement yeah absolutely and I'm going to give you some quick tips these are the tips I wrote down that I always think about when I talk to people about this to keep in mind like I said before keep it short one to three sentences keep it simple you don't want to use like big buzzwords or anything like that because like I said memorable simple and clear and memorable show your personality uh make it unique to you which is what Mm -hmm. we talked about starting out and keep it open enough this is big to reflect long-term goals because things are going to change you want to keep it open and know that those goals are going to change don't make it so words like creating and building and things like that are definitely Mm -hmm. great for growing your mission statement and your mm-hmm. business. Absolutely. And that doesn't make it limiting. And that was by the, don't limit yourself in your wording that makes it limiting to what you do. And I had on there also to remember revisit it annually because things change in your mission statement. So you want to yeah. make sure it always represents your business and always that you have it ready and you're ready to put that pen to paper and rethink it. And you know where you're going, like a practical, very practical application of that was like when we evaluate it doing live sales at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Does that fit in our mission? Is that something we want to do? And it aligns and we made a couple little tweaks to actually um, our live sales to fit within our mission. To make it fit within our mission. Yes. Right. And the other thing we did was on the other side is Poshmark. Mm -hmm. We evaluated Poshmark against our mission statement. And guess what? It didn't make the cut. It doesn't line up. It didn't make the cut. But that mission statement and those goals made it super easy to make those decisions. When you know where you're headed, you can make those decisions, stick with them, and just, Mm -hmm. you know, move forward with a lot more confidence. Yeah. That's what I love about it. I do too. I agree. If you do that right off the bat, and listen, if you don't have one yet and you've been in business, don't worry, but do it now. Do it now because it does... It's so important to define this. And like Libby's just saying, once you define that for your business, it makes things so much easier in the long run. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much easier when you do that. Mm -hmm. So um, anybody have any other input or questions on this part? Oh, and the other thing about what makes this easier is the consistency of this when it comes to your branding, which we've done episodes on before. So this Mm -hmm. mission statement can tie so well into branding because you want it all to be authentically connected. And it makes it a lot easier to develop that branding or that brand's kit, that brand package when you know exactly what your mission is and what your goals are. Yes, it does. So um, one of my goals is, and I say this in the trailer for our YouTube, for personal, for Conchie Consignment's YouTube, is that I support a family. So the monetary goals are very, very important to me. This is how I support my family. This is full-time. This is how I make a living. And that is actually part of my mission. I don't say that. What I say is we are supporting a family. Mm -hmm. And I make it clear that way. So that kind of leads into the question I get all the time is, I have said on, I've said on so many occasions, I know what my goals are. I know what my listing goals are for the day. Well, how do I know that? 
because I have my mission to support my family, but I'm going to show you guys how I got there. I'm so excited to see this because I'm not a numbers brain and I am just enamored and in awe that you put this together. Okay. So I put this together years ago for myself because I had no idea what I needed to do on a daily basis to, to hit my goals. And that was really important for me to, you know, know how much I wanted to make in a year and what I needed to do to hit those goals. So that's kind of where this was born. Um, And then I developed a little spreadsheet that will show anybody in our community, just give them an idea of how to do this and how to do your goals. So I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to rely on you guys for our podcast listeners to kind of stop me and translate and make it audio friendly as well. And if you're listening on podcast, you might want to jump on over to YouTube so you can get this whole visual. Yeah. Because the visual with things like this, at least for me, I'm a visual person. So, all right. She's getting this um, spreadsheet up. Look at this. All right. So this is our spreadsheet. All right. So those of you that are not numbers people, uh, relax. It's fine. I think anyone can do this. Just bear with me. Okay, so I have, I'm pulling up a sample first. All right, so there are some numbers you need to know. Don't stress about it. Um, Most people know how much they want to earn in a year, what your total gross sales are for the year. So um, just take into account, like, uh, all right, for this example, I kept it easy. I said $100,000. Okay, so you want to make $100,000 in a year. You kind of know your cost of goods, you know, if your consignment, you know, how much you pay out, what percentage that is, and it varies by business model, but just take into account, this is the overall gross number. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to put a hundred thousand dollars in there. Okay. Here's the next thing you're going to need to know what your average sales price per item is. In this example, I use 19. You're going to put in the number of items you list per week. And these can be projections. The number um, of items sold per week. Okay. The number of weeks you want to work in a year. Okay. And the number of days per week you work. So if you work seven days, you put in seven. I try to aim for, I want my numbers based on five. So I put in five. I want four weeks of vacation. So I put in 48 weeks. Okay, so these are all the numbers you are going to put in, okay? Okay. And over here, it's going to spit out the numbers. Okay, this is what you need to do on a yearly basis. You want to make $100,000, great. You need to list, or you need to sell 5,263 items. Okay. You need to list 10,000 526 items. Okay. <laughs> right. And, and the target items on- to list dollar value wise is $200,000. Okay. Okay. All right. So and like I said, this is just an example. We're going to move through and we're going to kind of play with these numbers and see what kind of difference it makes. Okay. Your monthly, then it breaks it down monthly, weekly, Daily, daily. This is where I really like to live is in my daily. Okay. I want to know exactly what I need to do five days a week. I need to earn $416 every day in gross sales. 
I need to sell 22 items to hit my goal. I need to list 44 items. And that equates to about $830 worth of items to list per okay. day. Wow. All right. Yeah. So it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So let's go yeah. over here to our, to the form. That was just an example. Okay. And I'm going to have you guys give me numbers to type in and we'll see what it spits out. So a desired gross revenue for the year. Give me a number. Let's just say 45. Let's say 45. All right. Average sales price per item, 20. The number of items you generally list in a week. 30, 35, 35. And you sell how many? About 25. The weeks worked per year. You want to say most people would do about 50? I'd say 50, yeah. And days per week. And I count the seven, yeah. (laughs) All right, let's do seven. All right, so let's see what our numbers look like when we do this. So our daily numbers would be, we'd need to sell $128 a day to meet our goals. We need to sell six items. We need to list nine. And it needs to be about $180 worth of items. Right. Now, that item yeah. number of items to list, that mm-hmm. can ebb and flow based on the value of the item you're listing, correct? If you go by target item. Right. It's just like a, all right. So let's see, let's go over here. Let's say the average sales price per item is 50. Yeah. I was going to say, go to somebody who owns a boutique of high-end designer. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's see what happens here. And this is why I'm always trying to up my average sales price. Let's say our average sales price is at $50. Mm -hmm. That means I should be listing about four items a day, but you're still at the same 180. But you're oh. still at the same 180, right? Right, but that's much easier for items. <laughs> right. Yeah, much right. easier. Right. And when it's like slapping you in the face like that, like it is me right now uh, with my business, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely in black and white. I want to list 180 or whatever the number is, you know, $500 worth of items every day. It's a lot easier to list high value items than it is to list low value items. But you can go in and you can play with all these numbers and you can see like the other thing I think it would be great for when you're goal setting is let's say you're taking consignments and you're not sure what your dollar value is going to be. You want to set a limit, right? You want to set a lower limit there. Mm -hmm. Let's say you don't want to take anything below $50 or you don't want to take anything below $20. What do my numbers look like? How do they change when I when my average sales price is $20 as opposed to $50? And it's a it's a big difference. This still should give you a pretty good idea of where you want to head with your business, what kind of goals you want to set and what you need to do on a daily basis or weekly basis to hit those goals. Is it reasonable? Is it something I can achieve? You know, maybe I'm not somebody that can list 100 items a week. Well, you're going to have to look and you're going to have to see what number you're going to need to change. Right. Is it going to be your gross revenue? Is it going to be your average sales price? Is it going to be your number of items per week? Like, what are you going to, and you can just put the numbers in and play with it and uh, see where you end up. Uh This is where I think your business brain is so good, Libby, because I remember (laughs) when we were in the storefront, um, you setting the value and you, I remember the conversation you went through explaining it to me. 
kind of in a in a Molly way <laughs> of if an item comes in the door and you're paying, say me, an hourly wage, however many times I touch that and spend on that one item mm-hmm. that you're paying me out of versus what it's going to sell for. Do you see what it does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. you were always thinking that. And that's where I think you have such a great business brain because I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we'll take it. You know? <laughs> right. Cause I mean, I figure with the storefront, it was $7 an item to process, whether we took the item, whether we sold the item, whether it cost $7 per item to just get it, just process the process. consignment and get it out. It, that was our cost. I don't know what it is with the online. It was a little harder to calculate, but definitely take that into consideration. If you're spending an hour on an item, you know, from the time you get it and how many people are touching it, like really, really consider what you want that average sales price to be. Right. Because you know, it's so hard to, it would be very hard to run a, a business where your, your lower limit was $10 an item. And it takes you an hour to list that item, or it takes you a half an hour even to list that item. It's probably not worth your time. Right. So depending on how you process and what your process is, you know, think about that, think about that limit and what that looks like for you. I mean, it takes a lot of people that do high dollar value items and high-end items list much fewer items. It takes them a lot longer to list. Right. So is that your model? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's got, that's when you have to start rethinking, um, streamlining your processes into like, you know, what's how quickly and efficiently can you get through these items? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It all matters. It's yeah. a lot to think about. Yeah. It's a lot to think about, but I think right now, if you get this spreadsheet, put your numbers in, know where you're going. I mean, that's, that's the point of it. Know where you're going and this should help you set your daily goals. Well, I think it's pretty freaking amazing that you put this together for people to use. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Somebody access this said spreadsheet. So I'm setting up, I'm setting it up now. We'll publicize it on our C chats page and in our community. All right. Cause that is pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so, but (laughs) now we know where we're going, right? Now we just got to implement all of this. We're ready to roll y'all. You got your mission statement. You got all your goals set, monetary goals set. You know what you want to do authentically, Mm -hmm. authentically, you know what you want to do Mm -hmm. about being you. So I love it. I love it. Libby, yeah. I think you had another quote you wanted to I, there, I do. Right? And I, I'm just going to read it because it's so well worded. I'm not going right. to put my spin on it. Uh, the reason most people never reach their goals is that they don't define them. Well, you guys are defining them right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Or ever seriously consider them as believable or achievable. Well, and I that's think- a mindset thing. If you're being authentic in who you are, setting your goals that way, then you, I think, would know it's achievable and believable. I think you don't think it's believable and achievable if you're trying to do something that's not truly who you are, mm-hmm. because you're never going to believe and achieve what's somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you always look out there to when you're starting, because you want to see, like I've talked about before, like I didn't believe it was possible until somebody showed me that I could make a living full-time and support my family 
as a reseller. Right. All right. So friends, what you're going to do is you're going to download that spreadsheet once it's available and you're going to get those goals going and uh, get that brand going. If you need to tweak that brand, we need to tweak that brand. Libby, our mission. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're doing a little tweaking. Mm-hmm. Um, get that rolling. You need to join our community because that's a great place to discuss your brand and your mission statement. Right. Mm-hmm. So listen. I know you had fun today because we did. And if we did, you surely must have had fun with us. <laughs> Even so, talking numbers and spreadsheets. I mean, I got to throw this out of here because I keep saying I'm going to do this in the beginning. But, you know, I, I'm going to get our new C-Chats. We got a couple of different C-Chats sh- shirts we want to create. <laughs> My, Say that one, a couple times the, fast. C-Chat shirts <laughs> we want to create. One of them I just decided is going to be world's worst um, self-promoters. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really keep saying I'm going to start these episodes off by telling you to be sure that you like and subscribe, you know, because you really need to do that and join us and make sure you subscribe on Apple podcast on YouTube, wherever it is that you listen to us download subscribe, give us feedback because we love it. We, love we thrive it. on it. Mm-hmm, we do. Rate us because we are all wanting to learn and grow. And please, if there's something you are looking for, for more information about that we haven't touched on, or maybe we touched on it, but you want us to dig deeper, throw that out in the comments. Let us know. That's how this episode actually happens. Yeah, let us know. I mean, Whoa. that's what we love. <laughs> we love yep. that. So that's what I want to say there. If you want to find those ways to hook up with us, you go to consignmentchats.com and that's where you can link up everywhere that we are. Right, girls? Yep. Absolutely. All right. Until next week, my friends. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.